On today's show, we're going to travel back in time and take a look at the glory days, if you will, of the Disney parks. This is next on Traveling with the Mouse. Welcome, everyone, to episode number... I lost my number. 366. I should have known, because this is the this is the leap year episode you can add yes, if you want. Yes, sweet. You can cover every day of the year, no matter what year it is. My name is John. I'm your host this week. And I am joined this week by not anyone else except for Adam. What's up, everybody? Of course, it's me. We are the OGs. Yeah, there's literally no show without Adam. Adam is the heart and soul yeah. of this podcast. And I believe you and I are the only ones that have been around for all 366. We are the faithful. I don't think I've missed a single episode. Neither. There's well, been times when I probably could have missed an episode. <laughs> well, actually, when you were but having we just a baby, you, missed, you may have missed one or two, actually. Now that but I think we just that. didn't do one, right? Well, I think I, I may have put out some... Clip shows or something. I forgot. It's been a while. That's right. That was many moons ago. That was almost four years ago. I know, right? That's a long time. Almost to the day because Olivia's birthday is coming up in two yeah. weeks. Wow. Three weeks. So there you have it. Yeah, We've been so doing this a while, y'all. This show has officially been... Oh, we missed our five-year anniversary. That's this month, right? Or have we missed it? Um, oh, you know what? Let me look that up. <laughs> Our five-year anniversary is this month, go. I know. Or it might have been early August when we did it. I think that one have been it. I think maybe it was August. Because yeah. it was right after D23 we decided to do this. We said, you know what, we're going to talk about all the D23 stuff, yeah. give our opinions, and people are going to care, darn it. August 2nd, 2017 yeah. was... August what? Second. See, I knew it was close. We're, we're so coming up on it. Five, yeah, we got to do something. We gotta what do something do? special for five years. <laughs> five years. Oh, yeah. We gotta think about this. We gotta come up with a theme song for five years. Hmm. Let us know in the comments below. Oh, what was Disney's five-year theme song? <laughs> I have no <laughs> I idea. Know. The first yeah. one I remember was fifteen years. <laughs> and right. we've got it. We've got a little ways to go before we can uh, yeah, reach the, that plateau. The oldest thing I have is a ten-year thing. It's a Mickey Mouse. Something my mom got many years ago, obviously. In 81, it was a 10-year um, Mickey. That's the oldest yeah. thing I've seen that had like a anniversary on it. Yeah, around our household, we had a 10-year, I want to say a bumper sticker is the thing I remember seeing, something like that. Yeah. I might even be able to get my hands on it now, truthfully. Uh, it would be questionable. Well, for 15 years, there was plenty of things. We also had one of those bumper sticker label type things. I remember seeing a pennant with 15 on it. Yeah. Lots of 20. I remember lots of 20, and then, of course, 25, yeah. a lot of that, too. I could swear there was a tag, like a car tag, that I think we had for 15 years. For 15? Probably. I, I feel like I've seen that, maybe. Yeah. Mm. And, of course, I have my visor that I won. Right. We already discussed that. <laughs> we discussed that on the show at one point. James was a little salty about that still after how many years? <laughs> I, yeah, it seemed like it, yeah. A little salty. <laughs> I had no idea that he was salty about it at all, truthfully. That's funny. Anyway, there we had mentioned on the previous episode mm -hmm. about some old footage, and I know you requested some old footage, but I just haven't had a chance to get around to looking to putting it out there yet. When we yeah. talked about the Tower of Terror... The sign, how long it's been there, all that stuff. So, you know, you know, with you and I just doing the show, we kind of decided, you know what? Why, we, why not take this opportunity to do kind of a classic episode, talk about sure. the good old days of Disney? Because i got to be honest, with the way things get run nowadays, I really find myself longing for simpler <laughs> times. You were turning into... Uh Grumpy old men, that's why. Well, uh, I don't know. Maybe maybe I am. Maybe I am more so than everybody else, but maybe it's because yes. I'm older. Older, the you, oldest of anyone here. I think you, yeah. <laughs> You're the grandpa on the get-off-my-lawn. Oh, I don't know if we can go that far. You're getting there. I'm the patriarch. You're pretty close, yeah. I'm the patriarch of the show. Yes, <laughs> you are. When I say that, I was like, really, the thing I missed the most is really not that long ago. I just missed simpler times when you didn't have to make reservations yeah. and you could go when you wanted. Yeah. And you could park up when you wanted. Yeah. 
Heck, I would even go back to the days of the paper fast pass because that Ooh, was actually no. pretty simple times as well. Uh, don't take me. Don't You're go, go that, that far. No, no, no. I speaking would. It still was simple. Why don't we mention this? Speaking of the olden days, remember that article I, I shared a few days ago about the comparison to 1960 versus this oh, year, yeah, 2022. Yeah. yeah. Even adjusted for inflation, Disney's prices today are triple what they essentially were in 1960 even when you adjust for inflation and people are paying it that's the thing yeah so right. there's no reason for them to back off because yeah. we the disney fan are going to pay the price right so we've shown for, that. yeah people will pay and that, that's why they're charging it is because people will pay it yeah <laughs> so that's, that's uh, there's why. no other reason people will right. Yeah, And that's also why they're able to not raise up as much right now like a lot of other people are raising on stuff, and it makes them look better yeah. because they're not having to move the needle as much. Right. <laughs> and don't you think that probably all sort of started shifting that way when Eisner came in? Because it was more of a business thing when he took in. He was like, we could make so much more money out of these parks. Um, I'm not so sure because I think even when Eisner came in, the parks were not the focus. The, f the focus as what turned into what a lot of people refer as the Renaissance era, the focus was still mainly... Animation, right? Yeah. Right. And being in studio. Their money makers were still their production. Yeah. But shoot, the parks started making money in the 90s. It started shifting that way, I would it say. It did a little bit. But I mean, it, in reality, it was still for the fans. It was still for the fan base mostly. It was not everybody at that point in time. You know how we feel about our fans. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of which. Yeah. Because even, let's see, late 90s, early 2000s, whenever we had the opportunity, because we were no longer in school, to go during the slower times, as it was put. Yeah. It right. truly was slower times. September was dead. September now, I imagine, is slower than some of the other months, but it, in the past, was literally dead. Right. <laughs> I mean, there was... If you wanted to ride Rock and Roller Coaster 15 times in a row in a matter of 30 minutes, you could do it. Yeah, if you could stomach it. <laughs> yes, yeah. if you wanted to, you could. I mean, that's how dead it could could be in September. Yeah, I remember, I, just, I don't remember when this was, but I distinctly remember hearing a guy with like a Boston accent, I remember one time saying, mm -hmm. you can ride Splash Mountain to you throw up. Because <laughs> yes. you could literally... He's when talking about how, how short the line was at that right. point. Because that was at the end of the night, too. Right. And I think it was cooler weather. Yeah, it's anyway. funny talking about the different lines we've heard in the parks. One of the favorite ones we kept <laughs> repeating was someone saying, Space Mountain's line is like super long. I remember hearing that one one time, and we kept repeating that one over and over again. Yeah. Or with the Tower of Terror, the one that we got on film, when somebody said, it's one hell of a drop. Yeah, in a British accent. <laughs> Yes, <laughs> an L of a drop, just yes, L. Yes, that's pretty much what it was, yeah. So really quickly, this article I shared, and I can put a link to it too as well, but they were saying in 1960, a ticket plus a ticket book, so to get in the park, was about $5.55, give or take. A child ticket was $3.55. Hotel was about $18 a night for Disneyland Hotel back then. And parking was whopping 25 cents. This was wow. before Walt uh, allowed them to increase it. I remember reading about that in a book. It was like the year after they increased the parking. But anyway, so in 1960, roughly a day at Disneyland for a family of four would be $36, which is, you know, still somewhat significant for 1960, right? I mean, it's not, it's a vacation though, so good splurge. But adjusted for inflation, that's about $359.96. But what does that cost today to have four tickets, a hotel, and the parking at Disneyland? This is California. Over $1,000. $1,055. Which is more than three times what it was in 1960, even adjusted for inflation. <laughs> so that's a lot. That's pretty significant. So, oh, yeah. $1,000 a day for a family of four. And two, the way they did it, even when they started making those changes, right? It didn't seem as obvious as some of the things we do nowadays. Yeah. Um, <laughs> like paying for parking at right. resorts or exactly. 
Even though that one's kind of faded in the background, nobody talks about it anymore. Yeah, we're they just they just take it as we just, just take it up one. the tailpipe. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, we just took that one and dealt with it. Yeah. Speaking we of just parking, pr- we pretty much say, "Oh man, this is gonna stink." <laughs> as we bend over and, you know, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> this sucks. But while, parking, all the while we're bending over, <laughs> parking though is what increased the most percentage-wise, eleven hundred percent. Oh, no doubt. Increase in parking. It's ridiculous. What they used to charge versus what they charge today. The uh, child ticket and the adult ticket are both up, up a lot. And then the hotel price as well is about the same. So 2,000%. Well, you know, other people who got into this business, you know, Disney was pretty much the first, like your Universals and your SeaWorlds and all that good stuff. Yeah. They have managed to take a little bit of the, the things that Disney did and add it to their profit margin so to speak but not as much because they can't get away with as much obviously or if they did people wouldn't go but even though you know they give a like say they have a a higher charge for say a a fast pass system and they're like whatever they call theirs right however they don't give any restrictions so people some people they find that more appealing right yeah whenever they charge that much for it so they're like hey i can pay all this and i can do whatever i want pretty much in that sense, I think they feel they don't feel as ripped off. <laughs> right. Do you know what I'm saying? They don't feel as ripped off whenever they can't, whenever they pay money, and then they're told what they how they can do it, type deal. Yeah. So. Well, also, if you're going once a year, once every couple of years, whatever, yeah, it's worth that. But if you go often, and right. you're but, yeah, it's going to be a lot like, of expense. <laughs> yeah, like you're not going to do that every time you go. Well, I mean, it's a lot of expense, even at Disney now, if you're doing going all the time. If you're going to buy Genie Plus every time you go. Yeah, exactly. If you go regularly, I mean, yeah, it's, that's going to add up. Right. So. Yeah, if I live locally and it's like, I, I would hate that now because I can't just go and pull a fast pass for whatever. I have to yeah. buy it every time I go. Well, I think most of the people that go locally, though, are not really going to be engaging in that anyway. They're going to probably either pick their spots or they're going to wait and do like one attraction you know because it's just because they can go when they want right they don't have to get everything in in their one trip sure it probably doesn't affect the true locals as much as you would think but well it affects me because i don't want to buy it every time i go well and i go three or four times a year maybe more. i was gonna say you're just close enough to go semi-regular right but not close enough to take full advantage of being a pass holder (laughs) Yeah, see. it's basically, yeah, I'm in limbo. Right, so... Pass order limbo. That group, it kind of is questionable as to whether it's worth it anymore. I mean, yeah. that, that group is really... I mean, and that's the only one you can buy is the full-on... Right, the highest No level. restrictions. Yeah. Right. Anyway, I don't, you know, that's something we should look up, because I don't even know what it was like back in the day, like any earlier than... The first time I bought an annual pass, I think, was 08 or 09, one of the two. Yeah. So anything earlier than that, I really don't even know what it was like. Or when they started actually selling them. Yeah, when that became a thing. I'm not 100% sure. We should probably look into that. Yeah, it'd be interesting to know. But, you know, as I said at the top of the show, we were talking about some of the the good old days type deal and yeah. what it was like back then. And, how, you know, we've mentioned some of this before, how we used to always stay at the Polynesian we actually interviewed our moms the one time, right? About how inexpensive uh, compared to now. We should do that math. How how much of a difference Polynesian would be if you took regular inflation versus what it costs now? Because that would be yeah. way up there. I have no doubt. Oh yeah. <laughs> From you know, especially if you gauge where it first started when what it was. What is it they said like forty bucks a night or something like that in nineteen seventy two or three or something like that. Yeah, thirty nine dollars a night or something. Yeah. Yeah, something like that compared to now. If we're talking rack rate, right? Yeah, we're talking six hundred dollars minimum, something like that. Six fifty seven. Yeah, just ridiculous. I mean, gosh. Yeah. When I think back, though, I think that I remember getting like those mailers, right? So we got a mailer that had an offer for deluxe resorts, and of course, we chose the Polynesian. That's like the only place my mother ever wanted to go. With those mailers, and it had, I want to say, and it was on a deal for one ninety nine. I think it was, mm-hmm. a night. And we're talking, 
23 years ago now. Yeah. Almost to the day because it would have been in May, June when we did that. Yeah. And if it's gone up roughly five to six hundred dollars, right? Yeah. Well, we'll say five hundred dollars at least. Yeah. We'll say it's gone up five hundred dollars in right. twenty three years. <laughs> yeah, that's a lot. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Nothing else to say about that. It's just a huge increase. You know what? What's funny is we never went to any of the value resorts or anything back then. They were in gosh, they were ridiculously cheap. Yeah. I remember seeing like sixty nine a night or seventy nine, yeah. you know, fifty nine and sixty nine dollars a night, somewhere mm-hmm. in that range, stuff like that. Yeah, I don't know why they always put nines. I don't know why they didn't just eat round it up. I guess it's because they made it make people make feel it look. Nice. It's almost yeah. like the four ninety nine instead of five dollars. Right. Some people Marketing find employee. that more appealing. Right. Yeah. Make it seem less. If you're looking at the gas station, three ninety nine looks better than four. <laughs> I don't know why. It's just right. one penny difference, but it does. But if you look on the pump, it's three ninety nine, ninety nine, ninety nine, ninety nine. It's like it's really yeah. like a tenth of a cent below that. Not or let's just say cent. you did three point. If you if you had it advertised as three point nine nine, and then someone else is four point oh one, right? That's I don't know ten miles closer. People are going to drive to the three point nine nine, even though it makes literally no sense. <laughs> right, because you're using more than that. To right, get there. Say, it literally makes right. no sense logistically. Like it's just you know. the perception of saving. Yeah, I mean, so yeah, I guess that's why they did that back then. But right, but yeah, we never did because I don't know the prices weren't outrageous for the others. I guess maybe even now it's like <laughs> All Stars or something is is like one. You know, seventy nine or something, one fifty, one. You don't see it under a hundred anymore. That's for sure. I remember not too long ago seeing the advertisements because, if I'm not mistaken, I believe Caribbean was the very first of what you would consider a moderate resort. Yeah, the prices for that are ridiculous right now. I I wouldn't stay at Caribbean Bay just because the the Skyliner popularity. Yeah, right. but Coronado is so much better resort overall. But what I was about to say is when it first opened, I want to say the advertisements had it like $89 a night. They're $79 and $89 a night, somewhere in that range. Sure. I mean, for Caribbean Beach. And essentially, it's the same resort today. There's a few changes, obviously. Riviera is sitting there. But I mean, it's essentially the same resort. Yeah. And those rooms are not worth $350 a night that they're trying to charge right now. (laughs) I mean, like, I could go there are and just good. looking at it. Like, they've made some changes, obviously, to whatever the, what's the main old Port Royale. Right. Like, they've that made some changes like, to it. Yeah. But, I mean, it's essentially, some of it you can still remember from back in the day. Mm-hmm. The pool area hasn't changed, except they added a splash pad, so which is a very impressive splash pad, though, for as far as splash pads go. But yeah, as far like what they've added versus what they're charging, if you if you can look at it in those perspectives... Now, and of course, that they do have the Skyliner Hub. That's probably the main reason why it's it, it, as expensive as it is now, is convenience. I, I really believe that. Oh, that's why. But oh my god, that's why Pop Century is no longer value prices either. No, it's, it's the better option price wise of all the Skyliner. <laughs> yes, of course, because it's yeah. the value hotel. But I tell you, I would take the room and pop over Caribbean any day. You think so? I would. Okay. I would. I really, I don't know. I really like the Caribbean. I mean, I, I agree with, I'd, I'd like the price to be a tick lower, but they're, again, they're putting it where it is because. Yeah, it's the hub of the it. Skyliner, but phew, you got to walk a mile still to get there, depending well, on what building you're in. Up until, up until they just said that they announced that they were going to change them. I mean, about the only thing you could find available last minute was pirate rooms anyway, and those are crap. Yeah, um, they're not good. So, <laughs> Yeah. Once upon a time, there were were a, a thing because they were, you know pirates was particularly popular. I don't think it's right. near Aren't as popular as it once was. Double but, beds. Yeah, that's another thing. I think that's obviously going to change whenever they refurbish they those. Better. If I want yeah. double beds, I'd stay at the Dolphin. Mm. Are you knocking the Dolphin? I am. <laughs> I gotta be. I gotta be honest. Beds. I mean, I mentioned it to you. I stayed uh, this past weekend. We went to Chattanooga and we stayed at a Home Two by Hilton. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, those are nice. There. Actually, Home Two suites. Yeah. Yeah. They they really are. Yeah. I was like, I mentioned it in the little chat there. I was like, you know, Disney could really learn from Hilton's technology <laughs> as far as their app goes. Because I was like, their key, the the key for the app is like works way better. 
Hmm. I mean, you don't have to hold it up to it or anything. The digital key on the... Yeah, yeah the digital key. Have you ever mm-hmm. used the digital key at a Hilton? I have, yeah. My wife typically does it. Uh, okay. it's, it usually works pretty well. And Well, yeah. I had to go to the front desk. I couldn't just go straight there. It worked later, but I had uh, to go to the front desk see. Okay. to get it to work. <laughs> okay. But my point is, when you go to the door, it actually works. <laughs> like, I yeah. don't even have to hold it up against it like it. Disney I've, resorts. I think I've only used the Disney digital key like once just to try it. And it's like I, the magic band is so much faster. So why would I sit there my, and wait well, for it? Well, that's my point. To, yeah. That's my point. With this, I could actually, right. like, I is, I could pull the app up, right? Like I'm walking to the room. It's When it gets in range, I can already hit it. And it'll be unlocked by the time I Get approach there. the door. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. You would not be able to do that at Disney at all. You actually have to hold it up there, like wait, move it get the right position, <laughs> you For know, sure. put it right up against the Mickey. I mean, how do they not have a technology similar to what Hilton does? I mean, this is Disney we're talking about. Yeah. Anyway. Well, they have just, the technology that's similar. It just doesn't work the same way. Well, it doesn't work anywhere <laughs> close to the same way. You have to be right up against it. It's not even yeah. close. Well, maybe it'll improve over time. We'll see. Anyway, I kind of went down a side rant there. John's gripe session. Yeah, I have one. <laughs> Maybe that's the whole, like I said, the, the patriarch of the show. Maybe I am the get-off-my-lawn man of the show. Yeah, this is our um, new segment every week. <laughs> There's a, You just never know when it's going to come up. We're going to have to stick it at the end. You're our Andy Rooney at the end of... Is that right? <laughs> this is an old reference that people watched 60 Minutes like 10 years ago. There you go, yeah. Or for the 40 years before that. But we'll give you a whole segment to just end the show with complaints. Anyway, where was I going with this? Did you want to do that Epcot thing? We could do that because I was talking about the old days. I was going to do it in other parks. But Epcot was one of the main ones I was thinking of. Because yeah, I just got I got to be honest. I've been seeing the parkeology. I don't know if you've followed that stuff. The yeah, things I've they've seen been yeah, some of the stuff they share, yeah. I've really been following that. They've been posting regarding the what was it top 50 like animatronic figures or something like that i can't remember how they were but every time they post something i i look at it i make a sometimes i make a comment on it because for example they use the auctioneer pirate and don't get me wrong i get the reason why they changed the scene but at the same time i'm sad because i know it's just another piece of paul freeze's lines that are now gone you know he's slowly but surely being removed from the parks not to his own fault by any means, but I just kind of hate that, yeah. you know. I wonder if his estate would agree to, like, them creating an AI voice out of all the recordings he's done over the years. You could probably piece together an AI voice of could. his. <laughs> Nowadays. Basically deep fake his voice. Is that a thing? But I, I kind of, I even hate, I mean, I get that they were trying to do it in the same spirit, but the guy that they have now doing the safety bar thing, or, or is it the right after the safety bar? I think Paul Friso is the safety bar part. Right. It's the other spiel that they replaced. I can't remember. The guy's trying to do it in the same spirit, but it's just not the same. Mm. And it's the same way with the... Let's say, look the, at you complaining about a voice. I'm proud of you. <laughs> That's usually my area Yeah, of but you, you're complaining <laughs> about it not being the original, like, you know... Oh, well, yeah, I think, isn't that what you're essentially doing? It's not Paul Freese. Well, okay, first of all, all of this is original. Well, you're it's saying. not IP. You're talking about existing IPs that aren't the same actor that are, you know... Right, well, I'm talking about the voice actor. You can tell when it's not the same as Like, the it's not Tim Allen and Buzz Woody. Lightyear. Right. It's not... Um, Woody Tom is not Hanks Tom Hanks is, at yeah. Toy Story Land when you walk in. I don't know. That one's really hard to tell. Are you sure it's That's not? That's definitely not Tom Hanks. Okay. But, for example, though, Rex and... Jesse, Jesse are, are to tell. Those are either very good or it's Joan Cusack. And well, it's probably a lot easier to get Joan Cusack and uh, uh, what's his name? Um, the Sicilian. Uh, <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I can't think of his name right now. I can't think of his name either. But yeah. yeah, but you know what I'm talking about. Yep. It's probably a lot easier to get there. Well, of course. <laughs> but, I mean, you know, it's obvious it's not Tom Hanks. Right. So, yeah. So let's try and run through and do the Epcot thing. So I was thinking, like, Epcot's probably had more, had the attractions within it change more than any of the other parks. I mean, doesn't it seem that way? There's a few in the other parks that have changed a good bit. Yeah. Like, say, for instance, the building that Buzz is currently in has obviously changed at least three times, if you count the yeah. the small changes. Yep. The building that Stitch. Stitch was in has changed at least three times. Yeah. You know, things like that. 
basically all the Tomorrowland stuff. Yeah, Tomorrowland, I mean, which I, it's, it's understandable. You know, that's funny. That brings up something I saw on Twitter not too long ago about Tomorrowland, about which Tomorrowland was better, Disneyland or Magic Kingdoms. Mm-hmm. And I personally feel like I got to go with Magic Kingdoms only because no people mover in Disneyland. If it had the people mover there, yeah. that alone sure. might be enough. It's right. two, It's really two things. The people mover not being there and the stupid Astro Orbiter being at the front <laughs> on the floor or on the ground. I thought you were saying something else. <laughs> stupid Astro Orbiter. <laughs> right. No, the stupid <laughs> Astro Orbiter. Right. <laughs> yes, yeah. I agree. Disneyland's <clears throat> Astro Orbiter is, is in a terrible spot. If it weren't for that... I would totally take Disneyland's when I think about it. Yeah. Their Space Mountain's better. Autopia's better than Speedway. Yeah. They have submarine voyage over there. They technically still have a submarine. Right. The monorail technically would be... Yeah, it goes through there. But if they had People Mover and Astro Orbiter was where it should be <laughs> yeah. on top of that station... Right. Yeah. That would just put it over the edge right there. It just those two changes. Sure. Yeah. Even with uh, Tron coming... You would still... Even with Tron coming, I would take Disneyland. Yeah. What would you do? Yeah, probably. See? I agree with... That is Buzz Lightyear right? is better at Disneyland, too. They're there you go. Lightyear. Because you can actually like move the guns. That's and the main have, thing. Uh, Star Tours. Yeah. As well. Yeah, it has Star Tours. So they have... Again, they have, they have free range guns, we'll call it. <laughs> Right. On Buzz, right. So that's that's I like that better. Yes, their Space Mountain's better. Dang, I feel like every version of Buzz Lightyear is better than the one at Magic Kingdom, because the one in Paris well, is also free range. Well, I think the one at Magic Kingdom was first, right? Probably. So mm-hmm. it probably they probably learned from it. Just <laughs> like Space Mountain. Yeah, similar. Usually, the first is not as good. But well, not in the Tower of Terror case. That's true. There's exceptions to every rule. Yeah. Anyway, we're way we're all over the place on this, but we're going all over the place. So go let's go back to Epcot when I said right. that. Like it's had it's had more iterations of its attractions. True. True. I kind of wanted to go through and say which one we thought was the best. It'd be yes. probably good if we had everybody here, but you know, you and I probably remember. We can revisit this. James would be the exception. James would remember these also, but you and I would probably remember this better than the others anyway. Right. 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 So if we go in and let's just say Spaceship Earth, for the most part, it's had some small changes over the years. Yeah. The narration is the most noticeable part. Right. And kind of the ending, really. The, yeah, the, the ending's The descent. A good bit. There's some parts in the middle that have changed that I, it's hard to, you know, the thing about it is they were so, they were so subtle over the years that it's really hard to pinpoint what it was like <laughs> originally. Yeah. I mean, they've so subtly changed it. Right. Over the years, as far as that goes. My personal favorite narration, yes. just when I hear Jeremy it. Jeremy Irons. Yep, you already know this. It's Jeremy <laughs> yes. Irons. So I got to go with that. Anything during the Jeremy Irons era. I mean, just from the beginning. Like a grand and miraculous spaceship. Yeah. Our planet. I mean, he's just, his voice. I mean, he's just got it. Low your rest to sleep. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's not just that. But I mean, he's just, he's, he's, he's well-spoken. I've always loved hearing him talk. Scar is one of my favorite villains. Of course, yeah. <laughs> Last time I yeah. heard his voice was the studio backlot tour at Paris was Jeremy Irons. He did the narration for that. There you go. The last time I've heard him on a Disney attraction, I guess he's not doing anything now as far as he's out of all of them now. You know, I know, I know I'm going down a rabbit hole again, but mm-hmm. you know, when you mentioned Disneyland Paris, it just recently changed Rock and Roller Coaster, right? To yes. The, oh, yes. I did uh, see some video on that. That looks what, really good, by the way. Avenger like or that. something? What would they yeah. call it? Yeah, they call it Avengers, but the weird thing is the only two people they feature are Iron Man and Captain Marvel. I don't think I want to see it in Hollywood Studios, so I really hope they don't do that, but Coast the Rock and Roller Coaster out there looks pretty cool what they did, just not as good as the one here in the US. But yeah. I digress. We'll talk about that probably more in length. Flight when we Force. Have more for it. Yes, that is what it's called, yeah. yes. Flight Force. Yes, Flight Force. Which looks really good. I mean I would do it, obviously. Um I mean, it's essentially I, the same ride. It's just, just they've themed, themed it to Marvel now. Yeah. yeah. But they have screens in there that look pretty cool. It kind of flows. I, it, I think they used similar to what they're doing with Tron as far as screens go. So 
I'll say this as a fan of Guardians at Epcot. I'm glad that they didn't decide to retheme Rock and Roller Coaster to Guardians and make it because they could have done that, right? I mean, potentially, they yeah, could've. they could have. It, it wouldn't have been the same. It could have. They could have made like that uh, area that Rock and Roller Coaster's in a little Avengers. Well, they couldn't have done it in Florida, but they could have made it a Guardians of the Galaxy area. I'm glad they didn't. They could have, I'll say this, some of the stuff that they incorporated in the ride, they could not have done with the existing Rock and Roller Coaster no, track. No, 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 no. Not the, which so, is why I'm glad they didn't, because they would have right. just made it a brief... Rock like, and Roller Coaster yeah. without Aerosmith. Right, and they would have just replaced, <laughs> you know, all the things you see in Rock and Roller Coaster with screens and, you know, it wouldn't have and been... And change the track, soundtrack, yeah. Right, the soundtrack, yeah, yeah, yeah. that's it. They could have oh, done agree. That. Glad they they very well could have it, and you know, given the continuity over at Hollywood Studios, I would not have been shocked. <laughs> right, but you know, so I, I don't think. Did you say your Spaceship Earth favorite iteration? Honestly, it's hard to say because I grew up with the Jeremy Irons one as the first one I probably saw. Well, I probably saw the Walter Cronkite one. I just don't remember it. Right, I mean, which was good. I mean, I just right. my personal preference. I think so. I would have. It's hard to say because. I'm so used to the Judy Dench one now. Although it probably was better earlier, so I guess I would agree with you. Yeah. I'm kind of tired of the ending now that we have. Yeah. I that definitely needs to change the pick your future thing. See, and I'm in the group that I feel like Epcot peaked like right before they ruined it in 94. Before <laughs> they started ruining it. Yeah, that was as much as possible. Started, yeah. That's when it peaked. Was a little, like right before that, like just before '94. Maybe '93 was the last time Epcot was truly like, yeah, the best in my opinion. But not that I hate the stuff that they've done with it now. But yeah. as far as the overall theming and everything else, I liked it better prior to the '94 overhaul. Sure. There are certain things I really like about it today. Epcot's right. still probably my favorite park. But, yeah, there's a lot that, yeah. All right, so let's give an example of right, where I'm about yeah. to go next. Next, all right. Because we're going to go left to right. Okay. Because that's the way we used to always do it. <laughs> we used to go to energy first all yeah. the time. So Universe of Energy. Guardians. You know a Guardian. <laughs> I knew you were going to say Guardians is your favorite of, course. of it. It's the best ride there I'm, currently. I mean, I'm going to have to agree as far as what they've done there. I think I like Guardians best, although... I really do like the original yeah. music, the original, more or less. Of course. The original music's great. Ellen's, I never loved that much. And it I was actually liked all long. three. It was just too long in, in general, though. Way too long for so today's. So was the first one. Yeah, all of them. That's what I'm saying. They, both of them were way too long for today's, today's audience. audience. Yeah, I, I'm surprised it lasted as long as it did. I've used to go to, I mean, I've gone to you need a, really long a few nap. times. <laughs> it was usually to take a break, get out of the heat, that sort of thing. Get a nap, a really yeah, long that nap too. in. But like Ellen's was at least, it kept your attention because it was entertaining. It was funny uh, versus what they did the first time, which was just sounded like right. you were in a class almost. <laughs> and <laughs> That's almost what it was like. As a kid of the 90s, like Bill Nye, the science guy, was a huge part of my yeah, it was science, a big yeah. uh, knowledge growing up. <laughs> so, there you go. Yeah, yeah, so. he sure he truly was. Bill, 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 Bill. Nye, the science guy. Yeah, yeah, I would have to agree with you. Guardians would definitely win there. Now, because it's the, the best next ride. pavilion, best coaster next, in Disney. There you go. Well, I don't know. I'm not going to go there. The best pavilion. Wonders I mean, of the life. best pavilion. The next pavilion. I said the best pavilion. Right. The next pavilion has only. It initially was completed in 1989 was the wonders of life and then of course now it's been pretty much dormant <laughs> yeah for, uh, a, for a number of time. years uh it became the festival center after that that one is kind of hard to say anything about it other than body wars at the time it came out was pretty cool it was right essentially star tours clone yeah but <laughs> it was it was the first star tours-esque ride that we had in florida right um it it de- star tours debuted in California in 88, but Body Wars was first. Well, it's 80, it may have been 87, no? Anyway. I thought it was either way, but anyway. Close enough. Body Wars was 89, and of course, Star Tours 
at yeah. Hollywood Studios followed the next year. So they were both close together as far as that type of simulator ride. Right. But Body, War- Body Wars, I always thought was very unique. I mean, mm-hmm. I like the idea of behind it. I mean, I going through it, the yeah. shrinking down, going through the human body, right? I like Body Wars, yeah. It was a good one. And of course, the other premier attraction there was Cranium Command. Yep. Which I loved. I thought was hilarious, especially the pre-show. Right. I remember that one. With general knowledge. I I always thought that was hilarious. In there, they had some other, like, interactive type things uh, in in that pavilion. They had a couple of shows that were, one of them was based on comedy, and one was uh, The Making of Me, a film that was basically talking about the reproduction. Right. With Martin Short, which is kind of interesting for the time period. Right. Things like that. Had a disclaimer, I believe, didn't it? Yeah. But it was always a very relaxing pavilion to go into because of the music they played in there to me. Yeah. I mean, last time I was in that building was when it was the Food and Wine Festival Center. And basically, you walked in and you felt like you were in like 1997 or something because it just did, it felt, it had that 90s vibe. Didn't change much. Right. So it had the 90s vibe to it. Not a lot had changed. I forgot when they officially closed down the Wonders of Life Pavilion, but it really wasn't Gosh, that it was terribly f- long ago, not as long as some. The last time it was open to people could walk in there was probably 18, maybe? Because mm-hmm. I remember getting the pass holder cutting board in there. You had to walk in there to get it. Yeah. When it was the, one of the fun facts about that is the original sign that they used to have became the Magic Kingdom entrance. Toll booth. Sign. Ticket booth. Toll booth, yeah. yeah. What do you call it? Parking lot. I, I don't think it still is, though. I think they've changed it yet again. But it was for a time period. At least, yeah. yeah. It might still yeah. be, actually. They may have just it, repainted it. It might. Yeah, it might be. They may have just repainted it. Anyway. So, yeah, there's there's that. But that one hasn't really changed. So, I mean, it's kind of hard to say what was best there. So, we just we just covered it briefly. Festival Center is the best thing there. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Yeah, Moving right. on. Yeah. Well, we know the answer to this next one. But. This next one is just too obvious to me for anyone who ever experienced Horizons. Yeah. Look, I know they tried to do the thrill thing with Mission Space, and I don't take anything away from Mission Space. Mission Space is fine. It's just not Horizons, and it's, it will never be Horizons, yeah. and it will always pale in comparison to Horizons, which some people can go back and look at Horizons and probably say it was boring. You weren't there, okay? Right. You had to experience it. To know exactly why everybody loves Horizons. And Horizons was essentially the continuation of, like, Carousel of Progress. Right. And, yeah. Story. I mean, the funny thing is, people talk about, well, it's out of date. Like, no, it wasn't. Most of that stuff has still not taken place. Yeah. <laughs> we're not living in space. We're not living in the... Yeah. We're, we're not living modernly in the desert anymore. But we do do video chats now. I mean, that's kind of a thing of today. That's true. That's kind video of somewhat chat. modern. Yeah. Some of the things they hit on the the nail on the head, but man, that was such. And you could choose your own ending. Yes, it was which great. Was cool, yeah. Omni the way the uh, the way the Omni Mover flowed as far as the different changes yeah. in elevation between the scenes in some cases. I mean, yeah. Arguably the best dark ride they've probably done. Right? Is that considered a dark ride? I mean, I would think so. Yes, yeah, definitely yeah. one of them. It's on the list. If we did like a countdown of dark rides it would be top five for sure if not yeah or top three to <laughs> omni mover rides you could say yeah it depends on how you the best break of it those, down. i think yeah love it we probably need it we need it now that we've mentioned that we need to break that down one day we do like best dark rides we should yeah. i think the sad thing to me about horizons is 20 years ago now 23 22 years ago when it was demolished 20, yeah when it was closed for the last time Last time uh, I probably wrote it was night. Maybe not. It may have been ninety seven. Was the last time I wrote it. It had to have been because it was closed by ninety nine, huh? It closed as soon as Test Track was open. So the last time it was in operation was sometime in early ninety nine, maybe January of ninety nine. Ugh, sad. So ninety seven. Yeah. So I haven't. You know, my memories are fading of it. In turn, like you can still watch some low quality videos because it was in the 90s of it, well but with the exception of that one that retro wdw did that one was really good okay i'll have to rewatch that one no i don't i'll have to rewatch it link it to me yeah i thought you watched that one i may have but my point is it's, horizons revisited is what it was called oh, okay i just it's not as fresh in my 
mind because it's been so mm-hmm. long, obviously. So it's kind of sad because, you know, it's so long ago now at this point. That is probably the best video I've come across. I will link it again, but I'm pretty sure you've seen it. But it, it either way, you know, yeah. it'd be worth giving another look. I've done it occasionally. And we know they would never rebuild a ride like this. Like, they would never Not do likely. that. There's 0% chance they would ever rebuild something like that. Rebuild, no. Yeah, Even right. build yeah. a new ride that had all this animatronic Omnimover thing, I, I think they're way beyond that now. They would do a trackless something, and it wouldn't be... They would use more screens and animatronics, and, you know, that's just the way it is. They don't build anything but E-Rides anymore, apparently. Everything yeah. has to be... I mean, yeah. for real, that's all they do. Well... I mean, the next ride has to be bigger and better than the previous. That's pretty much all they do now. Kind of, yeah. Think about it. Yeah. I mean, I would say Navi River Journey was never intended to be. <laughs> I hope not. I hope well, they weren't intending. Still has a weight. Yeah. Yeah. Why? I don't know. Anyway. Moving on. And what that that's Air Land's been open for like five years now, right? So. And I I like Mission Space. I'll tell you this. I'll I'll only do green now. I mean, I'll do. I might would do orange maybe, but I prefer. If I'm going to do something that spins, I'm going to do Guardians <laughs> next door. I'm not going to yeah. do... Green, though, is great. I like that they have the option to do green. But it's not like, ooh, I have to do Mission Space Green every time. It's like, meh. I can honestly say there was a time period when I would have considered Mission Space Orange my favorite attraction in Epcot. Yeah, I remember that. a time that. period. I remember that, yeah. I just mid two thousand. I, I think about what goes through what happens whenever you do that. Yeah, and it's just not my cup of tea anymore. <laughs> yeah, it's really not. I don't but if you were going to ask me which would I prefer to have, either iteration, no. either side of Mission Space or Horizons. Yeah, I'm going to choose Horizons. I would 100 percent pick Horizons. Yes. I will say though, last thing, best thing that they've done right now with Mission Space is Space Two Twenty. <laughs> I do oh, like well. that. That's the yeah. best thing they've done. Makes that whole pavilion worth Still it. haven't been there yet, but okay. Yeah. Even though it's super expensive, it's worth checking out. Can't get in. <laughs> well, that too. You can't get a reservation, but it's, it's also... hard to get a reservation. <laughs> it's also Easier an than it, arm and a leg yeah. to get food there. Yeah. Easier than it was a few months ago, apparently. It shows up at least occasionally. But Yeah. All right, so this next one is a toughie for me because yeah. I like the original. And it's gone through right. two iterations of the same of test track, right? Yeah. yeah. I got to be honest. For me, I'm going to go with the first iteration of test track as first. Because mm. even though yeah. I like the original attraction, it is another basically dark ride with similar similar to say Horizons, but about the history of transportation. And there's a lot of humor and a lot of fun stuff in there. Yeah. It's one that I remember fondly but if I'm going to say which one which attraction that has been there do I like the best I'm probably going to go with the first test track right that's the one I probably had the fondest memories of is the original test track Mm -hmm. but I gotta you know the current test track is fine you know you design the car which is cool that's something different Tron track Tron track but when you think of when I think about what test track is it's pretty short and it's really the only thing you ride it for is the outdoor part and the ride that's the it's, main draw. right the ride itself is like okay you do a brake test that's kind of cool and then you go through this part that used to have more of a meaning you know when the when you had a narration and now you don't it's like a wind tunnel-ish thing but you don't really have any wind in there but anyway and then you do sort of a road test, and then you go outside and do the, and that's it. I mean, it's to me that type of ride, Radiator Springs, Rachel's is a much better version of this type of ride. That's a good point, but we're not talking, not comparing those two. I know, I know. I was just I had to bring it up. But World of Motion, I have a lot of really fond memories of as a kid. But again, my memories have faded because. 94 was the last time I wrote it. No, it was still... Yeah, I guess it would have been. Yeah, yeah it's even longer for that than right. it would be Horizons because they were... I was... <laughs> I was eight years old. Yeah, I was going to say, because I remember in 97, it was the whole test track coming soon, right? Exactly. Yeah, that was it. Yeah, it was already <laughs> demolished at that point. Yeah, and they were, that's pretty much what I had. And right. they were running test 
Test drive, yeah, they were running the cars. I remember that. Yeah. Hearing the zoosh going by. And it was like, it was a, almost a full two years later before it actually yeah, that's was open. Yeah. So I, I guess I'll go with the original test track, but I will say after reading through Mark Davis's book, mm-hmm. they add the train robbery scene from World of Motion was originally mm-hmm. part of Western River Expedition that they never built at Magic Kingdom. Yeah, I do remember seeing sketches that seemed similar. Yeah, so that that was you know they took pieces of some of Mark Davis's work and added it into World of Motion from other attractions. So that I knowing that is kind of cool. I I I really wish I could have experienced this ride as an adult, you know, so I could remember I it you. better. But well, to me. One of the cool things about it was always, you know, it starts out, it goes outside, you get that nice view towards yeah. Spaceship, Spaceship Earth. Earth yeah. Goes inside, you have the kind of humorous with the caveman blowing his on his feet from <laughs> right. yeah. walking so much, and Very you have a few other heavy. humorous uh, scenes. Yeah, one of my favorite scenes in there is the one with the where they come to the street, and there's one guy in the manhole sticking his head out, and you yeah. got the ho- guy with right, the horse. The like, the there's so much of chaos happening. Right, like, there's a whole bunch going on in that scene, but it's just it's fun. There was the guy who fell all the bikes and ended up with the pigs right in the mud or something. The guy, yeah, you got that. Him. Yeah, I mean, there's tons of like humorous scenes in it. And then the cop sitting behind the billboard thing. I always yep, thought that was cool as a kid. There was things that stick out in my mind. I'm like, dang, it was such a cool ride. It had a couple of speed tunnels in it, like you would find in the original. If you had wings, attraction, and if you could fly, and they actually they actually incorporated it later. They still keep one of the tunnels uh, in there for uh, one scene for Buzz. Right. So my heart wants to go with World of Motion, but because I can't remember it as well, I guess I have more memories of original Test Track. Because the narration, to me, makes the ride cohesive and gives it a story and gives it, you know, even the pre-show that they did. like Right. It, it, it made more sense. Right. I, I agree with you about that it particular part about the... The wind tunnel. It was better when they had a yeah, it's just, hot and cold test and then a corrosion test. That made more sense. You're just transitioning from one area to another, and there's no real. There's nobody telling you what's there's happening. There's nothing happening there. Right. Yeah, yeah. You can pretend to like wave the thing in the reflection, like right. you know, wave the wind, but you're not really doing anything. And know. that was what we call an evasive maneuver. <laughs> right. Yeah. You, know, you have that. It's just better. The original is better. Yep. Like you said, cohesiveness, it made more sense. That what yeah, you would think, story. what you would actually go through tests. Right. Better pre-show, in oh, my yeah. opinion. Even though they have the interactive with designing the car. I do I mean, like I the that, design the car thing, but yeah. It doesn't do anything. That's the thing. Right. All you get at the end is bragging rights, I guess, if you designed one that actually stood up. I mean, it's right. Like, yeah, if you happen to have like the best car of the day or something or in the top yeah. five or whatever. I mean, that's pretty much all. And you can play it in a video game or whatever, or watch it in a video or yeah, something later is, on. Yeah, the whole after the ride area is, yeah. It's a total mess compared it to is, what it once was. Yeah, anyway. Journey into Imagination is an Ooh, obvious choice. Gosh, yes, the original. It has been absolutely god-awful since the original, <laughs> <laughs> no matter what iteration you put in there. Oh, it's so bad. It yeah. really is. I mean, I know people love Figment, but you know what? Figment was a part of the original. He was a much bigger part of the original, and Dreamfinder should have never been removed. I'm sorry. The two went no, in. Oh, yeah. Dreamfinder was great. And, of course, Figment, yeah. Eric Idle, you know, he's great. Monty Python and all, but he's, yeah. I blame Kodak for this because Probably. they wanted to make a change as a sponsor. Right. So I blame them. And now they're not even the sponsor, sponsor I think. Of course not. <laughs> not Why would they? Right. So, yeah. I was like, now they're not even the sponsor. <sighs> sorry. So we almost rode this ride a couple months ago. We were in line as we were waiting. I think we mentioned the story. Jason was waiting on the DVC lounge. And so we were like, okay, well, we need to kill some time. Let's go ride Imagination. But they texted him as we were like almost to the We were like very close to the front of the line. We were at the merge point, And they were like, oh, he got the text. So... I was like so relieved. I was like, "Oh God, thank God, we don't have to ride this." Because <laughs> I was just like, "Why are we doing this?" Another thing about this one that makes me sad is that the changes they had to make it makes it no like zero chance of ever returning to its original glory if they wanted to, uh, right. to make anything yeah. close to it. Yeah. So yeah. 
And the ending scene hardly ever works. Like, I mean, it works, but I mean, like, the walls are, like, half down when you go oh, in there, okay, like, sure. most of the time they're not working, so. You see, anyway. it didn't used to do that back when. I'll say this. The version they have now is better than the one they originally right. replaced yes. it with. I think we all would say that, yeah. but. Yeah, yeah, because that one made no sense whatsoever. <laughs> I think I remember a comment on it back in the day. I saw on somewhere is like that they didn't. Someone was saying that they didn't get it. It's like okay, so the concept is we have no imagination and we need Eric Idle to pound it into us. <laughs> so yeah, that was basically how well that went over. All right. I wonder if at D twenty three they're going to announce the, a replacement for this. They'll add joy and sadness adventure. Joy and Sadness's adventure for. I mean, if you're gonna out. redo it, I guess that's the best option. Um, you know, it's gonna be like IP. I said, the original imagination, well above anything that they have done to it thus far. Yeah. Like this, the <laughs> it's probably the most obvious that it's the best. I mean, it has right. nothing. Every everything that they've done since has paled in comparison. But so. like Horizons, it would never come back like that again. Yeah. In the land, this was the first one that they changed in their in their mission to ruin Epcot back in '94. This was the first to do so. I, I guess I shouldn't say this one was ruined all that bad. I still, when it comes to the land, even though I, I mean, there's obviously there's only so much you can change, right? The changes that they made to change it from "Listen to the Land" to "Living with the Land." Yeah, I'm like just because I liked the song, right? And I get maybe it was maybe it's dated, probably wouldn't work now, but it was definitely I don't know. I liked that. I mean, maybe it's nostalgia talking, but I liked that. I remember listening to it on the way down, like we listened to the soundtrack. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, they why'd you have to take that out? I mean, what was what was the point? Because you didn't replace it with a new song, really. You didn't replace it with anything. Did you fruit fruit? Yeah, (laughs) I don't know why they have to change that. Well, yeah, I was going to say Kitchen Cabaret. If I think back on that, I mean, obviously it's not Soren. I mean, Soren's a totally different thing. So we have four things to, to that went in there, essentially, right? So we have the original Kitchen Cabaret, but then we have Food Rocks. Then we have the first iteration of Soren, and then we have the current iteration of Soren yeah. to go through. Oh, yeah. the soundtrack to the original Soren is better, the California one. Right. But it doesn't make sense in Epcot to have California. I don't care. It was better. Yeah, I I love the California one, but I guess I'll I'm going to have to go with World because What? Yeah. As long as you're sitting in the middle and you don't have oh. the crooked Eiffel Tower, which last sure. time we did it, we were in the middle. It's better. I, I'm going overall. to disagree. I love the California one, but at Epcot specifically, I don't think it makes sense, so I'm going to okay, go I'm with I'm going to World. disagree. I'm I gotta be honest, I'm really kind of torn between doing the first Soren and Kitchen Cabaret, truthfully. (laughs) Like, if I'm gonna rank them, those are the, the, to me, that's the two best things that's ever been there. Um, Yes. I do love Kitchen Cabaret. I I, I love it. I gotta be honest, though, if I'm speaking continuity, Kitchen Cabaret actually fits better with the original theme, if you think about it. Wasn't it, was Kraft the uh, sponsor? Kraft was the original sponsor. Yeah. Now, uh, there are some things about the original Kitchen Cabaret that obviously have faded over time, like I said before. like the, They called it the five food groups. I don't think anybody goes by that anymore when it comes to nutrition. Hopefully not. It was dairy, bread, cereals, meat, fruit, and vegetables, right? Yeah. Not anybody, I think, follows that guideline as far as nutrition anymore. And there might have been some questionable, risque comments in the the scene with the milk and the ice cream and the yogurt and all that good stuff. Uh, I have to rewatch it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There might have been some suggestive things said in there oh. that might that might be one of the reasons. But overall, I got to be honest. I'm t- I'm changing my pick. I think I'm going with Kitchen Cabaret. Ooh, okay. So you gave me such a hard time on Soren, but you're going with Kitchen Cabaret. <laughs> yeah, I know because I'm I have more fond memories of it in childhood. I think it was more humorous, especially the ham and egg stuff, the the little corny oh, I jokes that. I like, and of course the veggie fruit fruit song. You know was awesome back in the day i'm gonna go with that i'm gonna okay. stick with that go for it if i'm gonna rank them it'd be kitchen cabaret soren one soren, soren two, two and then food, <laughs> food rocks, rocks probably even though i didn't hate food rocks i mean there were some cool scenes in there yeah but 
To me, that was one that they just like threw together because it was like the animatronics were not even that good. Yeah. <laughs> In reality, well, I mean, they were almost they were very flat. You know what I mean? Like they didn't really spend a lot of time. Right, I remember that. In innovation on them. Yeah, agreed. So, yeah. Anyway, well, the only other attraction in that building is Symbiosis Circle of Life and <laughs> our awesome planet, right? Or awesome planet. So I, I they're all films. Uh, it's awesome planet is better. It's a I matter of say. personal taste, I think. Circle of Life was funny in part parts. I think the obvious bottom on that one is Symbiosis, <laughs> just because it was another one of those. Probably. Like you felt like you were sitting through a college class type film. Yeah. So anyway. Living Seas has really only had two iterations, Ugh. for the most part. The original... Whatever is not Nemo. <laughs> and I Nemo. Um, I can't stand the... Nemo. It's hard for me to pick between the two, truthfully, because the main attraction didn't change that much. Right. I will right. say this. I really like the original soundtrack, the music. Yes. So I had to give it the edge for that reason. I would much rather the original than the Nemo one. Oh, I mean, again, I keep saying this because I was stuck on it for 30 minutes. That's probably shaped my opinion of it. That section of the ride, though, was essentially just like a sitting down and while it's moving aquarium yeah. instead of you walking. <laughs> right. Which, <laughs> That's essentially which all it nice. was before. Right. Which I but, think is is underrated. Like, people like have to be th- entertained. Like, right, we can't just either. look at the like can't look at and they can't be thrilled to see ocean life anymore because there's aquariums everywhere i guess right and i feel like this is a wasted space now honestly yeah. it's underutilized the cool thing that they took out was the hydrolators i think even though they didn't go anywhere it was a cool effect i thought yeah just me agreed. personally i like that better they were trying to make it seem like you were really going to sea base alpha right yeah. that was the idea behind it yep Something Disney used to do. They used to try to not just do an attraction. They made it seem like there was a point behind it, right? right. Like there was some mission you were on or something like that. Or if you were a 90s kid, you go to, what was it, Uncle Jesse and Joey's radio show they did in there, didn't they? <laughs> yeah. <right. laughs> or whatever it was. Didn't they have a radio show or something? But like, say, okay, the difference like I always made yeah. between Disney and say Six Flags or something. You didn't just put a put a name on an attraction. Like you said, it was yeah. Rock and Roller Coaster starring Aerosmith, and you're not getting into a roller coaster car. You're getting into a limousine, right. and you're heading to a show and a concert, right? And you know, yeah, yeah, exactly. Those those type of concerts. There's a story versus this is just a ride that does stuff. Yeah, right. So we named it this. We we painted it this color. Yeah. So that's pretty much covered Epcot. That's covered all of Future World. Although there's a few things probably in World Showcase. For the most part, if we're going way back in history, there are a lot of potential pavilions that if if I were to name them, if I'd have had a list right here and named them, you would see why they fell through, especially now. Right. Well, we have Frozen and and, uh, Maelstrom. That's true. We do have those that have changed. Uh, Nothing else has essentially changed change except for the films have been updated in some places yeah okay you might be surprised with this one you might not you're gonna go with maelstrom i have gone back and forth on this i think my the original concept of maelstrom i actually prefer Mm, i can see that it fits better i'll go with frozen for the simple fact that i've ridden frozen like Mm -hmm. a dozen times versus maelstrom i rode the last day it operated because I couldn't remember what it was like. And so I did it. Well, let's do this then. What was your reason for riding Frozen as many times as you have? Is it because of your kids or is it because you think it's great? Probably a little bit of both. I don't, I don't, I think it's good. I don't think it's a great ride, but I do like Frozen ever after. I think it's cute. I like Maelstrom. The one thing I never understood why they didn't make any changes to is the film at the end. It was only like five minutes. Boring. But they never changed it from, like, this is what Nora was like in 1988. I mean, they never even changed it. Like, they never updated it to a more modern version of Norway. Right? Yes. And I think the other thing, the thing that always felt bad because whenever the the last times that I've been on the attraction when it was over with, like at the film park, the other side of the doors would be open and people would just walk right through. There'd be very few people that stood that stayed and watched the film. I think I I did do it somewhere in the, let's say, 
like 2010 or 11, I did go through there and I actually watched the film again. Yeah. I feel like you and didn't you and I do this? I remember. I feel like I remember in like '09, maybe. Maybe we watched the film. We may have. I feel like I remember sitting there going, "Like, why? This is kind of boring." Well, I mean, the film's only like five minutes, though. That's the thing. I don't understand. And I guess it's it's not like they put it at the end of the attraction. Right. It's not like it's China. That's like however many minutes it is. Yeah. Yeah. It's not like you went in. You didn't go in there for the purpose of the film. You could at least give it the five minutes. Yeah. I think the biggest thing I had going against it is like the way they did the, <laughs> the way they did the seating. They were like crappy chairs. I don't even understand what the thinking was in the choice. Wasn't that but, essentially the area where like the exit of the ride is now? Is that area that you that film was being shown or something? The unload I'm having to go area. back and think of the layout because really the load area now is where the unload area was. Right. So that where that film would have been is probably Q space now. That's what I was thinking, like because it was designed like a town still, mm-hmm. but now they just sort of made it look more like Arendelle, I guess, or whatever. Mm-hmm. But I felt like that area was where the film was shown, like the where you exit the right, not not like the. But like the queue, I guess, part. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyway. I always the felt like is. they repurposed some of those town yeah. settings or whatever for the queue. Right. But I never could really pinpoint any specific ones that I recognized. Because yeah. <laughs> so, it's been so long. But yeah, that area, I mean, the queue is essentially right there. Because you, 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 the first part that you get on, right, mm-hmm. is... Like, say, when you turn the corner and you see Olaf and everything, that would normally have been the space where it goes back around to get to the where you get on, you know what I'm saying, where you get on the ride originally. And then that point right before you turn where the trolls are, and, of course, you go up the the conveyor belt or whatever you want to call it, that would have been the original ride. That would have been this part of the ride that would have been. So it's a very small section there. So, I, I mean, I feel like you would normally get on the boat right about where Olaf and Sven are. <laughs> right. I think, yeah, you're yeah. right. Yeah. Originally. Sure. So, but yeah, we've kind of gone a long way on Epcot. Maybe we, if we have a time, we can do some of the other parks and how they originally were. If we well, have are, just it'll a, be me and you next week. Anyway. <laughs> so <laughs> if we have a you and I, you and I episode. Yeah. One last thing I'll uh, say is I think I, I did watch this beauty and the beast show instead of Impressions de France, because mm-hmm. they show that during the day, and I think only a couple of hours of the day they show Impressions de France. The Beauty and the Beast thing was horrendous. It was a terrible sing-along. It's awful. It's kind of a filler. It's popular, though, because people so get to sing along, right? Oh, it's popular it was because the they get worst. to sing along and they get to see characters. I'm just saying it's popular for that reason. I mean, kids Precious Defense has an amazing soundtrack. Even if it's a 30, 40-year-old film. I agree with you. I'm just talking about their reasonings for why they're doing it the way they're doing it now. I know. It's It's a shorter film. It is more appealing to kids. Precious Defense is better, so I would pick that over. Like I said, I don't disagree. Beauty and the Beast any day. Anyway. I don't know if I could find an iteration of the other films that I like better than the other. Like if I were to say, oh, I like the new version of Canada. Oh, Canada. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Canada. I can't, I mean, I could, I couldn't pick one. I remember the Martin Short version. I have seen the newest one and I think it's pretty good, but. Or the China film. Um, either one. Uh, I think that's the only other ones that have films, right? I think that's, that's all I can think of. The other pavilions just really have food and, they, well, they used to have street entertainment, but not that much anymore. Yeah. France used to always be a good one to go for, obviously, pastries and some entertainment. And now, of course, it has ratatouille yep. on top of that. I feel like over the years, they're probably going to add attractions to the World Showcase if they can. Yeah. Well, a long time ago, there was talk of a Mount Fuji attraction mm-hmm. Japan. in Japan that never materialized. And American Adventure is essentially the same. There's been some changes made to it, but it's essentially the same attraction the whole time. So can't really say anything about that one. 
Well, yeah, we could do. I forgot, how could I forget this one? You have El Real del Tempo versus oh, Grand, Grand Fiesta, Fiesta Tour. I feel like I have to owe it to Grand Fiesta Tour just because <laughs> I've done it so many times. Just of what? Just of what you know about it recently? Yeah. There's a part of me that likes the original one better, just because. I mean, I know they added the three caballeros. You like the song I know too. Yeah, I mean, I do like the original song. I really do. Even though a lot of people refer to it as Mexican Small World. Right. As far as how that seemed in that, that section. It does have that feel, for sure. It has a vibe, but anyway. I can't even remember what you would normally see in that section right there where you see, you know, Donald and Jose and Pancho. Yeah, I on don't that really re- stage. You know what I mean? On the stage? I don't even remember what we used to be there. I don't either. Yeah. Unless that was where there was like a little carousel, I think, maybe, because I don't think that's in there anymore. I want to say they had like a... Something like that. I have to go back and look at the older real de, Del Tempo videos. I'm sure there's plenty out there. I have to go back and look at that just to see what was actually sitting there. I can't remember now. It's how long it's been since I've decided to watch that. <laughs> Circa 2006, maybe, before it closed. I don't remember. I remember it was there. Oh, it was a carousel of some sort. It's like a marionette carousel. Yeah. Not horses, just like... Oh, you, you just went and looked it yeah, up. Yeah, I literally just found it on YouTube. Yeah, I knew it was something like that. Yeah, but 2009, when we did it, it was Grand Fiesta Tour by then. Yeah, I think it was like 2007, maybe, or eight. it changed. Yeah. I don't know. But I, that's one of those that I could take either or. And yeah. I think if we're going to go right quick to nighttime shows before we wrap it up... Mm-hmm. Are you going to go with Illuminations or no? That's kind of a toughie, really. I really like the Illumination soundtrack. I do, too. It is good. I hated the the lull in Illuminations, though. I think Harmonious is a better overall Harmonious show. of a show. <laughs> mm. that's, I'm, that's kind of a toss-up between Illuminations and Harmonious. Harmonious is probably hands down the best current nighttime show. But whether it's better than original Illuminations, eh, I don't know. It's tough for me to call. I'm going to call a tie on that one. Oh, I like yeah. them both. I, I just like, e- apparently I like Epcot as far as nighttime shows go. I just think they're better. Mm-hmm. If I have to give an edge, I'll give it to Illuminations, and here's why, because at least the monstrosity that's in the middle of the <laughs> lake there. was removable, only sure. came out it's when it was needed. Sure. So, yeah. I, I, I think I'll do that <laughs> for that reason. So, if you want to potentially find uh, more on this subject... For instance, we are on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, but uh, we also, and that's at TWTM Podcast, but we also have a YouTube channel in which we have some things of some of these classic films, videos that we talked about. I know one particular that got a lot of traction was the original Imagination that I did in 1994, particularly that one. A lot of people commented on and liked that footage, so you can go check that out. You can find that. Just search for TWTM Podcast and you should be able to find our channel. And our website is travelingwithamouse.com. You can email us podcast at travelingwithamouse.com. And if you would like to have some assistance booking your next Disney World and or cruise trip, you can reach out to our travel agent friend. Her name is Jill Dilbeck, and her email address is jilldilbeck at gmail.com. And of course, I failed to mention, which I've never done this before, but we also have a spreadsheet store. I did. did it back yeah. and forth this time. Yeah, I know. That's very weird. Which you can get that merchandise at shop.spreadshirt.com slash WTM podcast. So, for Adam, my name is John. This has been Traveling with the Mouse, and we hope you will join us on our next trip. Which I don't know when our next trip is going to be. It could be quite some time.